Common Sense Media activated. Welcome everyone to episode two of the Edge Free Show. I am your host, E. James. With me is my co-host. This is Free. How you guys doing? Yeah. We are uh, very, very excited to be back here and discuss today's topic about D-Platform in an episode called No Platform for You. But before we get started, as always, I want to spread some gratitude. I want to say thank you to all the folks that have listened and downloaded our show. Um, You have really made this a dream come true for the both of us. So I'm going to give everybody a little applause and uh, I got to turn the button up. (laughs) But seriously though, thank you all. This is, this is a long time coming. We've had, quite a few beta episodes of all the shows that are in the works. And uh, we have some more heat coming for you next week with WFS, AKA wave of the future or better known as wave of the future. Uh, also, I want to say thank you to the folks participating in the discord, keeping the conversations going, giving us feedback there, providing articles and videos and all these things, just making it an all around great experience for everyone involved. We will make that public probably within about a month. I think we have some prep work to do on the back end before we create some tiers, maybe on Patreon and open that up to the world. But uh, more to come on that free. Is there anything else you would like to add to that? Uh, I mean, just thanks for everybody on social media. That's like showing love and everything. Uh, Share it. That's right. You can follow us on Twitter at calm sense media because Twitter has got restrictions on characters, oh. so I couldn't get the and in there. However, you can find us at Common Sense Media on Instagram, and you can find me personally at E Can Talk on both platforms. Yeah, and uh, you can find me. Uh, uh, it's Daniel underscore Free. And if you guys need to reach out for anything like that, I am managing the Instagram Chasm page. Yes. Hey, and uh, great work, by the way, sir. You've done a fantastic job of managing that. So thank you. No problem. With that, let's get started. So deplatforming, what is it? What is it? Well, to deplatform someone is to remove and ban, banned, ban a registered user from a mass communication medium such as a social networking or blogging site, according to good old Miriam Webster. A broad definition is uh, to prevent from having or providing a platform. Uh, so a way of communicating. So that is the definition. We have uh, a few examples here that we'll get into. I think most recent memory, uh, as far as larger figures go, would be uh, Andrew Tate, Alex Jones, who I feel like we talk about every other week, and our he's always there. <laughs> uh, yeah, in our personal circles, just can't escape him, man. He's these, you know, and that that kind of lends to. I'm going to skip ahead just very briefly. That lends to my own personal question. I, I was telling a friend of mine mm-hmm. what we were going to talk about, and yeah. that question that I have on on our our uh, 
or show notes here. Does anyone really get deplatformed? So we can get, we'll, we'll get we'll, to that. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll see. So uh, I'll let you uh, kick it off, Mister Free, if you'd like. Oh man, um, no pressure. Well, let's see. So first off, when I see the definition, I'm like, did did the word deplatform not exist until like? 2018 or something because that's a very modern take on what deplatforming is in terms of like the actual word you know it even says like in a social networking sense and i'm like wait a second when did they write this definition right right that that seems to been uh seems to be a modern thing i i, I mean i can honestly say that i'd never heard it before until now so yeah i guess so you, you might be right man it's like if you have a cat, then you know what deplatforming is because they always want to knock stuff off of any, <laughs> any platform that's next to them. So that's certainly how you might feel with your cat. That's for sure. Yeah. Do you want to get in on the uh, Andrew Tate? Yeah. Let's start first? with that. Yeah. Let's go with that. All right then. So uh, Andrew Tate is not somebody that I'm familiar with. Or prior to all the the hubbub. Uh, Andrew Tate is not someone that I've been familiar with. Um, let me see. He is, I know he's a kickboxer and he's known for saying, uh, or misogynist things. People say sexist, which um, those are often linked to one another. But, um, I, I know he's also part of what they call the manosphere and the manosphere is guys like, I, I, I want to say Kevin Samuels, you know, who's recently passed away, um, fresh and fit. Oh, he died. You didn't know that? No, I don't know anything about the dude. But oh wow, yeah, he he, he died. Uh, he died a couple months ago, two three months ago. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Well. So I, I've I've watched one video of his and I'm like, yeah, this ain't for me. I mean, oh, but okay. I kind of look at I kind of look at the Manosphere guys just as an aside. I kind of look at that as a um, like a male self help kind of thing. I think sometimes even Jordan Peterson gets lumped into Manosphere stuff. I don't know. Like yeah, I said, I don't he really started out in like the intellectual dark web. But, yeah. yeah. I, I I really don't watch. Any of those, just because it, it it doesn't appeal to me. I'm like, I think I'm pretty good. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you want to laugh, maybe. But yeah, so he was a boxer. Or sorry, a kickboxer. And I know he had a pornographic webcam business. And he used to produce his own stuff on YouTube. And recently, he was deplatformed over... Again, the misogynist and sexist things that he said. So, yeah, he was removed from YouTube. Uh, he was removed from like all platforms, but I think that it was more of a. He wasn't really on the platforms. There's people that are sharing his stuff. Well, he he did have a YouTube channel. Was it even pretty active or what? I believe so. Okay. I, again, I've so, I've never I never I, really watched him. So yeah, I don't know either, but. I don't know how many he followers on, like, he had. I mean, is he on Twitter or something like that? Yes. Did he get taken off of Twitter for stuff that he said on YouTube? Yeah. Which makes which is which makes the situation kind of interesting. Be like, yeah. these are two separate entities here, and for doing something on one platform, you get banned on another platform is kind of interesting to me. And then getting banned on other platforms as well that don't they don't talk to each other, but they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're they're separate entities, but I, I think when something major happens, uh, let's see, he had uh, I had to check, I had to double check this. Over four million followers. Mm-hmm. I knew he was in the millions. I didn't know the exact numbers, 
So yeah, over 4 million followers on Twitter. Okay. Or sorry, excuse me. I said followers on Twitter. <laughs> on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I mean, okay. they, they, you, you follow people on both. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So, I mean, millions. Millions. So, I mean, that's no small number. He's bringing, he was bringing money to the platform. And then he had 1 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. So, I, I, he's that's talking my apology. to, from my perspective, he is kind of talking to a certain kind of dude you know yeah um and i don't watch his stuff of course but i never heard of the guy until he got deplatformed like i didn't know who he was until Same. he got deplatformed and everybody's like they deplatformed andrew tate and i'm like who he was on twitch as well oh okay you're sorry i i i, I wanted to see if he was on twitch i looked no, it up specifically fine. 30 37 000 followers twitch doesn't have the reach that youtube does for a lot yeah, of things, and it's but. and it's like live, yeah, isn't it? It's like all live, yeah. And you can you could do live streaming on on YouTube as well. So, I think yeah. people just kind of tend to follow that chain. But and as you were saying, yes, I I'd, I'd never heard of him either until this whole hubbub kicked off within the last month. Yeah, and I think that when this happened, I I was talking to you about it. I guess. Well, I shared a video from Abba and Preach, I think, on the Discord, uh-huh. and people were saying stuff about it, and I was just like, "Well, I don't, I don't really know who this guy is, but I know who he is now, somewhat." Yeah. And I'm like, "So they deplatformed somebody that a lot of people haven't heard of, and now he's all over the place." Absolutely. And I'm like, "Well, what's the point of deplatforming somebody when now he's more popular than ever?" He's more popular than ever before. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, I don't think that you guys are doing much good. And I mean, first off, like, I'm not really for deplatforming anything, me personally, but um, it, it just doesn't seem like it, it's working on this front. I mean, maybe some other people that don't have much of a voice, uh, if they get deplatformed, nobody knows because not very, very many people are following them. But when you deplatform somebody like Andrew Tate, who is only appealing to a certain kind of person, um, then now everybody knows who he is. And I'm like, you're, it sounds like you're helping him out, honestly, by doing this. Well, and, and that's, uh, that's one of the questions that I have is, does it really work? Does platform, deplatforming really work? Because it does seem that it's got the adverse effect of actually making people more famous, you know, especially, especially the people um, who are younger. I, you know what? Let's not put an age on that. Let me, let me retract that statement. People might feel more emboldened by that. Like, Oh, they shut her, him, they, them, they shut them down. Mm-hmm. Oh man. They're too powerful. Or, oh, they don't want to. They don't want to hear what that person has to say. So we got to dig in, and we really got to get into this. Like we really have to make sure that their voice is heard, and we follow them. And and let's say somebody actually does have, not saying he doesn't, or not saying that what the the misogyny and the sexist stuff. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it's not hurtful, and I'm not saying it's it's not mega because it it definitely hurts people. But what I'm saying, or uh. Let's say if somebody has, says something that's really, really 
problematic and extremely dangerous, such as taking out violence on a specific group of people based on race, gender, all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, starting a, a, a riot, which we'll talk about something else here in a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, call, um, calling to violence, like a blatant call to violence is not okay. Oh, absolutely not. A- yeah. Absolutely not. And And so, but what I'm saying is, when you have those kind of situations compared to this, you know, there may be people that go, oh, man, they tried to shut my guy down. And that really means that they're right. They don't want his voice heard because he or she or like that person is right. So we got to get out there on these streets and we've got to take the arms or whatever the case may be, whatever the whatever they're, uh, the whatever it is. And, yeah. And, and do something dangerous that and I, and I think by these platforms shutting these people down that are kind of smaller they they may think that they are i'm not saying they did the right thing or wrong thing i'm just trying to think it out mm-hmm. um they may think that they're doing the right thing by nipping it in the bud early so to speak but i don't know for i don't know long-term effects if it's going to do what they intended to do probably not i think it's a sign that they're losing their grasp on, I guess, the cultural mainstream and acceptance. Yes. So I think that that's a sign that those, whoever the powers that be are losing their grasp on it and they, they're trying to just knock it out. And I'm like, well, wait a second. So don't quote me on this, but I was listening to a podcast and they had said something about like during uh during like World War Two mm-hmm. and stuff like that, the Germans were, were taking out um the high intellectuals. Really? Yeah. And people with that are that are free thinkers, smart people and things like that. And it's very interesting because if you take out the uh the fresh ideas and the ideas of thinking in a different way it might dawn on somebody that hey maybe maybe what i'm doing here is wrong or maybe the things that i might be thinking is wrong um i mean let's be real um do you really think that every single person that was involved in nazi germany um just hated um hated the jews as much as say like Hitler did. Some people were just following orders, (laughs) but if you don't have very many people out there to influence them and talk to them and give them a different idea and be like, Hey, maybe what you're doing is wrong. Then you're just going to follow, follow the path that you're told to. Um, So I don't know. I think that it's kind of interesting. First off in, in our country, we do have a constitution specifically our country has a constitution that gives us free speech. And I mean, if you, if you're saying something that's super, super crazy and not very believable, there's probably going to be a very small percentage of people that are going to believe you. And then a lot of other people that will probably reject you. But if it's all out there for people to, uh, to see, then I think that that's probably one of the the best ways to do it. You know, yeah, it's 
it's not exactly like public humiliation, but it kind of is in a modern sense. Be like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. And uh, he's spouting it out and uh, he's showing his idiocy on the web, <laughs> you know? So, and uh, I think I, uh, there was a video, I snipped this clip um, and sent it to you the other day of Jordan Peterson. And he was talking about the um, idea of people getting deplatformed and his, his quote was pretty funny and it was saying what I just said pretty much, but in a more smart and articulated kind of way of if they're going to say something that is stupid, let them and let the, let the masses determine whether they think it's legitimate or not, or whether to reject it. And why not? Because you, you, you start putting gasoline on the fire when you start to tell people you can't believe in that or you can't listen to that. And people are like, well, why not? Right. What, what don't you want me to know, bro? Yeah. 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 And, and that's, um, that's, that's that, by the way, that was a really good, uh, explanation of that because that goes back to what I was saying earlier. I don't know if this is going to have the intended um, consequence. Is that the right word? Consequence or the intended outcome. Result. Result. Yeah. Yeah. Outcome that they want. Yeah. I think it, I think it's almost like the desperate actions of trying to steer something in the right direction, you know, um, kind of like when you see, if you want to get into the next area of, of this was, which is the example of Alex Jones. Yeah. Um, with, with Alex Jones being deplatformed, I'm pretty sure that he probably is able to make even more money off of Infowars than he was like having his stuff being able to be on YouTube. Oh yeah. Because you've got, if, if you have a following that, that is somewhat loyal to you, you get deplatformed off of the off of the websites that you're pretty much using kind of for free. You know, you can use Instagram pretty much for free to elevate your platform to a certain extent. Same thing with YouTube and Twitter and everything like that to promote yourself. But if you get deplatformed off of the uh, established social media websites, if you have enough money to create your own website, then those people are going to go over to your website if they're super, super loyal and like you, and they'll even pay for it. They'll even pay for the additional features that you might have on your website. So you get this small portion from, from having millions of views on YouTube or something like that. And you get this, you you can make good money on it, but it's only so limited. But if you can divert people from the platform that gives you a little bit of a cut of what you're doing for them and you drive those people over to your own website or something like that, you can make even more money. And I think that that's what's going on with the Alex Jones thing because he gets he gets deplatformed and then he's already making good money off of both the website and then off of YouTube and such. But then YouTube cuts him off and then everybody that's been watching for free on YouTube is like, well, I got to get my Alex Jones in. So they go and pay for InfoWars. <laughs> right, right. So he makes even more money. 
I don't know how much you paid attention to not this current trial, but the last one. And remember the text that were leaked? Uh, did I you thought hear, that was did, given to them in discovery. Uh, they said it was, well, I, I, well, they said it was leaked. This is, you know, from what I read, let me, let me not add that spice Okay. in the text. How about that? That were found, shared, discovered, whatever. Mm-hmm. In a single day, the guy made 800 K and then what, what was he deplatformed in August? You're like late July or August of 2018. It's 2022 now. Yeah. And, and this wasn't even the court case that he's in doesn't even have to do with the reason why he got deplatformed. These right. It's, 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 yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, it's a different, it's a different case. What I'm yeah. saying is in that last one, um, that guy, if, I mean, let's just say he made 800 K every day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, he's got the money. He's basically, I don't know what his exact numbers were. I think he made like 73 million or so since then, since like, like over the last few yeah. years. And, and I'm not talking about what he has, what they were requesting to have him pay. What I'm yeah. saying is that the guy's made a lot of money. He's yeah. made stupid money. And he's got to pay his employees and all that stuff. Right. It, yeah. But, but the, but the point could, is. 800K though, I mean, you say he made 800K in one day and it's just like, well, it could have been like his auto pay subscription for his website or something like that. It's that, just that, like that, that, that's March irrelevant. 1st. Yeah, well, I'm just, just saying like, that's yeah. irrelevant. The fact yeah. that, that Infowars.com as an entity brought in 800K and then you say 73 million, regardless of what he had to pay, mm-hmm. way more money than you and I make together times a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so he's he's been making mad money. Great money, extremely. Yeah, when you have such a prominent, when you when you have such a prominent name and like reputation, I guess whether you think it's good or bad, if you have that kind of sphere of influence and people know who you are, um, moving off the platform and going and doing your own thing is going to be more lucrative. And and knowing what we know about. YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and you know my favorite thing in the entire world, ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate ads a lot. Um, think about the lost, just as a business sense. And again, I, I, I'm, I am not shaming any of these companies for shutting the guy down. My business hat only. If I don't care about people, right, and I just care about my money, Think about the lost ad revenue they have now by shutting down his account on YouTube. Think about how many eyeballs used to redirect. They used to go to InfoWars YouTube channel and now go straight to InfoWars.com. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm but saying? That's, that's so much money. But that's the thing that, that's <laughs> very interesting. And this is from more of a cultural aspect, more so than just like a business aspect. YouTube is willing to... I guess sacrifice that money yeah. for the the for a greater in for, quotations for the greater good greater good or, or, to, or have a, to have a more inclusive and not a not so polarizing platform perhaps yeah and but that's the that's their that's their thing they're realizing that they're they're um, able to sacrifice their profits for those types of things which I'm like if that's what you want to do then okay you're a private company whatever and it's google i mean if we'll be to, to be fair it's google they've they've got 
so many other ways to monetize. Yeah, for sure. So Stadia is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I, I got you, I got you covered, my friend. Pretty much. Yeah. So, but but it's very interesting, and I think that there are some instances where, say, pla- deplatforming. I guess kind of shuts up people and then sometimes it, it just continues to, to elevate them like with Alex yeah. Jones or with Andrew Tate and stuff like that. So, but I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts on the next topic? If we're trying to answer whether or not D platforming works, um, I think we need to look at the alternatives. So I believe daily st- Stormer? That was the neo-Nazi website. Oh, okay. Back, I, I and pardon me, I should have, uh, forgive me, I should have had this pulled up. I'm pulling this It's okay. Straight There's from so memory. many things. Right, but Daily this. Stormer, from what I remember, was a neo-Nazi platform. They had a website or a blog or a forum, whatever. I, I Obviously, I'm not a neo-Nazi, mm-hmm. so I, I wouldn't frequent that. But those guys... <laughs> 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 but those guys were removed. They were scrubbed from the internet, at least as a brand. Like I think the the uh, web hosting company. I, I want to say it was Cloudflare, but oh, okay. somebody of that ilk uh, yeah. removed their presence, or maybe AWS, maybe a combination of both. Okay. But they were removed. So I don't know if Daily Stormer has resurfaced. I haven't heard the name since all that happened. Mm-hmm. But let's look at someone like again focusing on Alex Jones look at someone like Donald Trump. I mean, a, pl- a president, a, a president, not sitting, but president yeah. was the, the platform um, from, he was removed from Twitter and all that. pretty much everything. Instagram. Yeah, everything. And so then he goes and he starts, what was it? Truth Social. It's Truth Social. Yep. So he goes and he starts Truth Social. Um, a guy that I had never heard of until you, we started talking about this entire topic, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Bongino. Yeah. That's not someone I'd never, I, I'd ever heard of. But yeah. I know that he's got his own website and he's on other platforms, correct? Yeah, so I think he's the co-owner. If you could look it up sure, real quick. I yeah. think he's the co-owner of Parlor, and then also he has another company Is that Rumble? he started. Well, yeah, he's on Rumble, but he's got more followers on Rumble than he did on YouTube. Really? Yeah, so... Was but, he ever on like Fox News or anything like that? He's a Fox News commentator. Ah, gotcha. So, but the thing is though, he also has a new thing called Parallel Economy. And the reason why he did that was because of like the weird stuff with PayPal when people get canceled and they start getting kind of weird about stuff. Some mm-hmm. people can't see their money anymore. So you're able to to use Parallel Economy to get around that and be able to have your payment processor that's not biased based on your political leanings. Mm-hmm. So he, that should be a link as well that I sent you about the article about him doing parallel economy. Yep. So, but the thing is that's very interesting about Dan Bongino's situation is he got banned off of YouTube because of, um, because of what he was saying about masks during, oh, the during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So they 
bumped him off. And so he went over to, to Rumble, and he's been having a lot of success in uh, doing his thing on Rumble. So he's actually, I think he's got some of the most um, views on Rumble. And yes, you were correct. He, he bought a uh, an ownership stake in 2020 of Parler. So okay. You were correct. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to get into that space as well, I at least would like to touch on it before we sure. go further. Yeah. But Parler as a platform got deplatformed. <laughs> we deplatformed. <laughs> you deplatformed the platform. <laughs> yeah. So so Parler got deplatformed as a whole. Yeah. They, they kicked him off the. Uh, the Google was, store and yeah, Apple or whatever. Android and, and, and AWS pulled out too. They were doing their hosting. Yeah, yeah. So they, they pulled out on them and I'm like, it's very interesting because you get people were using parlor as a means to be able to say certain things that they want to say that they would easily get banned on Twitter for. And I'm not saying that everybody's like saying hateful things, but, um, just like saying things that is not in, I guess, the colloquial sphere of mainstream news and things like that, differing opinions and different, uh, they different would be- articles and things like that that they would not like. But Parler was that alternative space, and then Parler gets shut down as a platform, which is nuts. Yeah, and they would, I guess you would consider those... Uh- for lack of a better description, unpopular opinions in, in the mainstream social sphere. Well, that's uh, the thing though. You say that, but the thing is though, it's so, it's so not mainstream that it had a platform that was growing immensely, you know, and, and I got I, shut down and I don't, I don't know their numbers, but I'm just saying, I guess in comparison, like I don't, I don't I've, yeah. I, up until we started, I started this company. I wasn't even on Twitter. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what their numbers are, but, but I never paid attention to that. Yeah. But, but uh, real quick, I just, just, yeah, you're good. J- just a quick clarification or not clarification. I just, I, I mentioned AWS twice now. And for those of you who aren't in the tech sphere or familiar, AWS stands for Amazon web services. When people think of Amazon, they think of the next day shipping and they think of the ring doorbell and the and Alexa. I'm sorry if I triggered that off for anybody in the room, because uh, yeah, if you're listening to this on speakers, that will probably happen. <laughs> so we'll say the I'll say Alex A going yeah. on from from now on. But Amazon Web Services is huge. Uh, you don't realize how much of your backend cloud services are either AWS, Azure by Microsoft. And to a lesser degree, Google's GCP, that's Google Cloud, uh, cloud Platform. So mm-hmm. anyway, as you were. Yeah, but I, I just think that it's interesting that people would be like, oh, well, I mean, it's what kind of growth was it seeing? Well, I mean, it was getting to be pretty high up there in one of the top downloaded apps on people's phones because everybody was downloading it at the same time. Yeah, I believe it. And uh, I mean, it was very, very high up there, but since it wasn't coming from the right people i guess that were interested in the platform then they nuked it but they so what i just learned this morning um i didn't see anything yet to double check on it but candace owens uh husband his name is george farmer he Mm -hmm. is now the uh 
own well he's i guess co-owner he's the ceo, he's the CEO of CEO. parlor now yeah um so they took out the other guy that was there and he's now the ceo of parlor yeah. and so i heard this sorry that i don't have the article um so i heard that they were looking into um not being so much into the social media sphere but more so into servers and getting into that alternative space. So say what happens, what happened to parlor as a social media doesn't happen to other brands. So you yeah. can, you can go with your own alternative server from somebody that wouldn't be politi politically biased against you hosting your stuff. So no, that's that. I mean, that's a smart move for them. You know, if, if, if there, there's an opportunity there. There's yeah. an opportunity to say, okay, cool. So folks are being removed from these platforms often for their opinions, sometimes rightfully so. Uh, well, let me not say rightfully so uh, because I don't know. I, I don't want to give my opinion. But uh, I think if you're spreading hate, probably, you probably need to be removed from a private company's platform because that's violates their terms of service. If you knowingly say things and do things that violate their terms of service, mm -hmm. I think that you, you know, you have, you don't really have much of a leg to stand on. We often say free speech, which I am a proponent of free speech. That said, there are consequences at times for said free speech or for said speech. Yeah. And, and that's, that's true. Um, I'm more free speech absolutist. Show me who you are. Say your thing, and uh, and we'll, we, we'll figure out what kind of person you are, and we'll go from there. And we've talked about that in one of our uh, our beta episodes. Yeah, where, where we uh, free and I had a conversation just around free speech, and I think we're we're both in a similar line of thinking. You know, n knowing who these people are is important yeah. because once you start to remove, especially actual dangerous people, when you start to remove them from the web, they go and they hide. They're, they're in the, they, you don't know who they are. They're in the shadows. So if, if stupid people that are truly dangerous are willing to converse or, or, or um, con congregate yeah. in public, whether physically in public or on the web, if they're willing to show you who they are, for me, uh, as a as a person who's in who's had a career in IT security, great. You've made my job easy. Yeah. From a Fed standpoint, the FBI, CIA, all those guys, great. I don't have to do all the work because I can see you. Yeah, and and just to touch on this, I gave this in the I gave this example in the beta episode. Mm -hmm. Some because some people might listen to this and be like, why. You want to see hate speech? Right, right. No, but I mean, if it's there, then I know that it's there. But the yeah. reason why is because how do you feel about somebody spout spouting some some trash about a certain group of people or something like that um, online with their name and everything like that for all to see? Right. And then you see that person walk into your office at work in the morning. Would you rather know that he's that guy or do you want him to be banned off the platform and you never knew, but you work next to him every single day, but you don't know why 
he acts a certain way around you or something like that or your boss or something I was getting like ready to that. man you like beat if me your to boss, it <laughs> if your boss doesn't like you for whatever reason but you just don't know you can't put a finger on it be like dude i just don't think the guy likes me and you've been trying to figure it out you've been yeah. trying to figure out like man i never why is this guy these these people always always getting these types of benefits or extra break time or mm-hmm. something petty like that but yeah. not even petty like hey John got a raise and a significant raise. You gave me my bare minimum. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you did your job. Fine. Here's your little piddly $1 raise because that's the minimum I can give you. Yeah. And you gave this dude $10 year over year for the last five years. Yeah. And be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like if you, if people are like, oh, it's gonna, I don't like seeing that stuff and be like, dude, first off you can block it. Yeah. And then second off it's probably better that you're just not not on the platform anyways. These these things are not doing very good for for people in general. Yeah. Um I'm on it because I'm a musician and then also I'm doing this podcast with with Chasm and I'm like kind of need to to work with it. It's part of it's part of what you got to do to market, but I mean, shoot, if I couldn't sing or play guitar and I, I wasn't like in if I didn't have any some kind of talent or anything like that, or doing this podcast, right, I wouldn't ha- have social media. Yeah, sorry, we had to cut real quick um, for slight interruption. <laughs> but on from from what we were just talking about, we we should probably get into the whole truth social thing as well, because okay. since since the president or former president got taken off of all these other social medias, he goes and starts his own social media platform. And apparently it's actually got a lot of activity. Does like, it really? Yeah. Wow. Apparently it does pretty well, even though it's hmm. a horrible name and uh, uh, <laughs> it's not marketed very well. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's very interesting that he's doing what, I mean, he even said like if Elon buys Twitter He's not going to go back on Twitter. He says that Truth Social is doing really, really well. Um, and also, there's speculation that Elon actually might end up having to buy Twitter as well. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, so uh, looking at their numbers, I guess they have 513,000 daily active users as of April of this year. And then uh, 3.9 million followers of Trump as of August. So last month, or sorry, now it's officially two months ago. Uh, as compared to Parler, 700,000 to 1 million daily active users as of January this year and 20 million users in total as of January 2021. Wow. That's Parler. That's a lot. Yeah. Parler is actually very popular. Yeah. That's, that's very that's popular. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, now let's let's be fair. Truth Social launched in February of this year. Yeah. So I mean, they may they they very new they they've got time. Let's we'll see what it looks like four years from now. Yeah, it's Let's, very new, but it's definitely apparently hmm. pretty active. Like, not like uh, the kind of weird Twitter thing, or just like bots and all that stuff on there. But I don't know. I was actually surprised because I thought it was going to flop. But he was very confident. I in did it. too. So he was. <laughs> I mean, he he's been very confident in. I mean, not Parler, and Truth Social from, like, the get-go since he announced it. And he won't even budge. He's not even going to go back to Twitter. 
So if he even is allowed to. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I don't know why he would, to be honest with you. I really don't know why he would cuz it'd be like, "Hey, I mean, you guys, you guys had me." And from his perspective, I'm not saying this is what I feel, but yeah. from his perspective, y'all did me dirty. <laughs> so, I don't oh, yeah. I don't I don't want to be here. I I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, so. and also on top of that, he doesn't really need it if if his platform is doing as well as it is right now. After him being deplatformed mm-hmm. off of like everything, but it's Donald Trump. So when he, oh my gosh, I'm about to say it. When he truths something on his platform, oh. like I said, it's a horrible, oh. horrible marketing, is that, horrible wait, wait, name. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be right. You truth something. I sent out a truth, brother. It's so bad. It's so dumb. <laughs> but um, when he, when he puts something out there, um, people are going to share it anyways on social, on other social medias. He doesn't even have to be on the other social medias. He just can't have a profile and control it. But other people are going to share his truths that he posts on his site and share it on on stuff anyways. He doesn't even need to be on those other platforms. But he wouldn't he wouldn't have started Truth Social and be able to make money off of his own platform yeah. and all these things if they didn't deplatform him. So that gets gets us back to this weird thing of like, why are they deplatforming people? Is it actually doing any good or is it doing anything in terms of being effective? Um, like mm. just run through it real quick. Be like Andrew Tate, more popular than ever after being deplatformed. Donald Trump creating True Social after being deplatformed, being able to make more money off of his own platform instead of having other platforms make money off of him. Yeah, Alex Jones as well. So I, I mean, if you're popular enough on social media or YouTube or something like that, and you're making a whole bunch of money, you'd probably be having a website just sitting there ready and waiting for somebody to deplatform you because your your bank account's about to go up. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, yeah. deplatform me, please. Like, go to my website. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I need it. Yeah, I'd be like, YouTube, YouTube's taking so much money from, from my work. <laughs> So I don't know. It's a very interesting concept. What else do we have on this thing? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I now I've noticed a trend. Oh, uh, actually, we we did talk about Dan Bongino. Sorry. Um, I've noticed a trend amongst all these folks. These are more right leaning individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't hear much about this happening on the, the left side, although it does it, I'm sure it does. Yeah. You know, I, I know that, I don't know if he identifies as left, but I know minister Louis Farrakhan was the platform. You're talking about the, the, the Muslim, the black extremist, black national, uh, black extremist. I don't, <laughs> know I, I don't know if I call him that, but I mean, or a nationalist, but he's, he's, I know he's Muslim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he got banned, right? He did get banned uh, for anti-Semitism. I know he's he's been linked with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. He, yeah. He's uh, he's been linked with that. And then most recently, now this one's tough because I don't know if I want to call it necessarily left or a a plat deplatforming because the website 
absolutely exist. Pornhub. Yeah, well, I mean, with with Pornhub, they got they got booted off of Instagram, right? Yes. Okay. For violating its terms of service, but the the thing that's kind of eye squinty about that, I'll say, is that a, is that a thing? Uh, they don't really cringy say is what they say now. Well, uh, I don't want to say cringe cringy. is what they say now. <laughs> it doesn't really specify how. Now I know there's speculation about people referring uh, uh, users of that platform to other websites, adult sites. Okay. But IG doesn't have adult content like that. Now you've got some Instagram models that are putting it out for the whole world to see it. <laughs> I mean, it might as well be, uh, let, let me be clear once again. Uh, no. <laughs> Check out my only fans link. Right. Here right. In my but link tree. So my, my, my problem, and I'm not, advocating for Pornhub or anything like that. Yo, it is what it is. It's out there, right? We all know it's out there. What I'm saying is other people refer you to other content, other websites. I mean, heck, I can post on from Instagram to Twitter. Is that not a referral to another website? They don't even, they have no affiliation with Twitter. Am I conflating it's- the two? I don't know. It's it's a real this one's a really nuanced thing. It's kind of weird because uh I know that like YouTube will I think that they'll take your show off or whatever or they'll demonetize you something like if you if you like link your video to Parler. I mean not Parler to uh Rumble. Mm-hmm. But but the reason being is cuz it's a direct competitor. But mm. I mean, Instagram and Twitter are not direct competitors. They're different. Now, some of the allegations are that there were videos of, and uh, for the people who have children in the room, uh, there were videos of R A P E. What? Oh, because it's on the website, then they... Right, and they're basically... And and this isn't the official statement. This Again, these are allegations, and this is speculation according to this article from The Verge. I'm kind of skimming here um, as as a reminder. But they're saying that they weren't doing enough to moderate their their content. Mm, Okay. And so, I mean, I, I just signed up for Instagram a week ago. So I, I don't know, and I wouldn't follow Pornhub on Instagram. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I was like, I was shocked that they even had an Instagram page. I mean, I it makes it like, make it makes sense, though, because okay. you, you got to get, you, you got to market yourself in other ways. How are you going to attract more people to your, I mean, we're trying to do the same thing. Yeah, why, I know. Why not them? I just thought it was really interesting, but I'm sure Pornhub is not hurting after. Uh, <sighs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, Pornhub's no. like. Oh man, I can't believe that we got booted off right. of Instagram. What are we going to do? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I mean, everybody everybody knows whether whether you want to or not. I'll say every I'll say everybody, let's be fair. Most people know what it is, even if they don't frequent it. Yet you've heard the name before, you've seen the logo and you know and when people make little punny so, logos, yeah, and you're like, "Oh, I know what that's supposed to be." Yeah, it's super funny. Like I couldn't imagine like just clicking on their their uh, Instagram page and like clicking on how many people follow them and just like scroll and be like, oh, 
<laughs> You're like, uh, I, you follow it too? Be like, nah, man. <laughs> I don't even know how I got there, man. No, I don't even do that. I, don't know. I got hacked. <laughs> right, right, right. I gotta see what that's all about. <laughs> like, oh man, it's just marketing, you know. I mean, just just marketing and networking and stuff. <laughs> I'm just doing it, just, you know. Just it's, it's strictly a business. It's move. for a project, right? Right. Exactly. This is college project. research, man. You're fifty. <laughs> not man, saying you can't read. Not saying fifty year olds can't go back to college. <laughs> oh man. Damn. Yeah, no, so that, that was uh, that, that was pretty funny. Man. That's an interesting yeah. thing, though. But I mean, I know that like on Twitter, apparently, so I've heard pornography, like just in general, isn't actually like banned off of off of Twitter. No, it's not. From yeah, no. I thought no. that that I've always heard, thought that that was interesting, but I don't know what other people think of it. But I don't. I don't view like pornography is like speech but i mean it's it's not exactly a free speech platform anyways but you, you, know, you know what's funny is that uh i remember reading this at the end of the month or sorry at the end of august um twitter had it was trying to come up with an only fans competitor but i guess they have a problem with child uh Oh stuff. Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So I mean it sucks for them if they had if they wanted to branch out into doing a, a competitor through that. Not that I don't not not that I want like there to be more people doing that kind right. of stuff, but, but it's hey, just man, kind of clean a that up first. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta clean that up first. Yeah, I mean absolutely not. So <laughs> just get that trash out of here. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, um, buddy. But yeah. Let so me... so I'll I'll ask you. Do you think Deplatforming. I want to circle back to this question. Uh, do you think it's worth it, or, or do you think do you think it actually works? That's probably the better way to, to phrase that. I think that it. Uh, I mean, if by saying it works, because I'm not an advocate of it by any means, um, but saying that it works. I think it works for what they want it to be for certain people. Deplatforming for somebody that's got a thousand followers, it works in, say, Twitter's favor or YouTube's favor, whoever does the deplatforming for the little guys because they're gone. The little guys can't do anything about it, their page is gone. Yeah. Their their videos are gone. They don't have enough money yet to build their own platform and create a website so people can go over to there. So <clears throat> it works for those big tech companies when they ban the little guy. Hmm. But it doesn't work when they ban the big people because those people have the they've done the work and they've gone through the trenches to build their um, somewhat media empire. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like, I'm uncancelable, you know, like you can't take me out. If, if I've gotten to a certain level and I've done the things that I need to do with the infrastructure that's, that's out there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, you see it, there are people that are getting deplatformed all over the place because of the way that they think or the 
way that they've been brought up and, and I guess show it on social media and they speak, um, I hate using this term, their truth. And it's not okay on some of these platforms, get deplatformed for it, but they don't have that. You know, Alex Jones doesn't matter if he gets deplatformed. I've said this before. If Alex Jones, if they somehow nuked Infowars or something like that, if they went and like literally like just rigged up his servers, <laughs> they found his servers or something and just like nuked his servers or something like that, <laughs> Alex Jones could pull out a cell phone and make more money than you. Because then he'll be on his cell phone broadcasting. You know, they just they just blew up my, exactly. my servers, or they seized my servers, etc. And exactly, you know, I mean, even if he didn't talk about the servers, he'd be like, "My servers are down," and he just like, "My servers are down," and and they, they're coming after me. They're they're coming after me, and all I have is a cell phone. So uh, go to infowars.com. <laughs> go to infowars.com right now. Because all I have is a cell phone, and and um, I gotta keep on doing this. Bravo, so. man! Because I <laughs> I resisted my urge to do that, and you carried, you picked up the torch, man. You picked up that baton, and you ran with it. Yeah. So I mean, Alex Jones is going to continue to survive, even if he's deplatformed, even if they nuked his servers. Give that man a cell phone, and uh, he'll he'll give you like a thousand bucks cash. You hand him your cell phone. And then somebody's gonna see it, see that uh, he's on your Instagram account, and you see Alex Jones's face, and he's sweating and yelling, and people will be like, "Alex Jones is on Instagram right and now." And don't forget to buy that reverse <laughs> osmosis machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that, those that's vitamins. the thing. Yeah. So I don't think that it works in a sense of like the, them trying to take down the big names, you know, the people that that have the most influence and stuff like that. I think that that shows that those people are actually winning. And you might disagree with me or people that are listening might disagree with me, but what do you do when you're losing? You come out swinging. Yeah, you're back. You come the out wall. swinging and your backs against the wall yeah. and I think that the these people being deplatformed, these people that are very very prominent figures and influential people, <clears throat> they're they're trying to I guess take their take their legs out from under them because those people are are kind of in a in a winning mode right now and I think that that these big tech platforms are scared. So you go for the the most cutthroat thing to do is deplatform them. I, I it seems like an action of desperation. It I don't think it's an act of desperation. It's more of we're trying to create a safe space for everyone is more of their ideology. Like, I, and, and just, 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 just hear me out, hear me out. So it, I think it's more of, again, trying to create a safe space. They don't want feel, people to feel alienated and, and uh, attacked and all these other negative things, just fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. So when you've got a guy, let's go back to Mr. Tate. You go to someone like Andrew Tate. If I'm a woman, and I've got my boyfriend or guys I've dated who have been trash. And let's we that's we could we could talk about maybe a woman's choice and her men if all these guys <laughs> if all these guys watch someone like Andrew Tate or mm -hmm. whomever, right? But you've got women or who who maybe 
keep running to these dudes that watch this guy and they're just, they, they're like, yeah, this guy's right. This guy's right. That's the way it is. Yeah. Put her in her place, etc. I can see how a female audience would feel like, you know what? This guy is telling a lot of men the wrong message. And I'm not okay with that because it puts women like me and just other women in general, uh, uh, not, I don't want to say necessarily in harm's way, but in less than ideal situations. And that's, that's a very diplomatic way of saying it. You say, yeah. And, and I gotta, gotta stop it right there. I would say just because the way that you worded it is totally right. But at the same time, um, it's very interesting because first off, with that specific ex- example, <clears throat> maybe that person's choice in men is probably question not, not good. Question maybe correct because um, there are good men out there, of course, absolutely. Um, and where are you looking for them at? I mean, that's a totally that's a total different discussion in itself. But who is the arbiter of truth and right and wrong? And that's the thing that makes it interesting because you might, you might say that Andrew Tate and the things that he espouses and the lessons that he teaches is wrong. And I'm, I don't know much about him, but I probably will agree with you on that statement from, from what I've heard. Yeah. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It could have been two videos that he did out of 150 that, was kind of off and it could have also been 10 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but who is to say that those things are wrong and who is to say that the other things are right? Because when you start talking about canceling people or deplatforming people because of what they say is not okay by my moral standards then i mean i would be going over there and canceling people like nick Nicki minaj and and cardi b or something like that because i don't like what they're saying shut them up no i don't do that they get to say whatever they want to say now here's the difference i just don't listen to it but well here's the difference we're talking about and i'm sure there's more than just you but you're talking about you you Mm -hmm. and the collective you or collective women that I'm talking about may have a problem with this. Now I'm not saying Andrew Tate is right and wrong or nor am I saying he's wrong. I don't really know much about him. I will say this from what I've read. I mean, yeah, he seems like a jerk. Probably. You see, I mean, he's definitely not somebody that I would have in my social sphere. Yeah. But that's my personal feelings aside. This is their, as mentioned, this is a private company. And if they, they, they have very clear terms of service, I think, because <laughs> I have not read their terms of service. So let me say, but they have their terms of service written out and there are certain things that violate that. And if their larger agenda is to keep things more inclusive or, 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 or just better for everyone and they're like yeah buddy sorry you're you're uh, we don't like that mm-hmm. they are free to do what they want with that yeah for sure and i mean we can keep on bringing that back to yeah. their private company yeah but i i mean i think it's very interesting though that 
you can have somebody that is bashing, say, men or yeah. something in general. Yeah. And um, bashing a certain religion or something like that and be yeah. like, that's offensive to me. And be like, yeah, it might be offensive to me if you say something, but you know what? I can block you. I can turn it off. Yeah. And you can you you train like, the algorithm to say, yeah, I don't want to see that. Sure, yeah, I don't sure. want to see that. Or I'm going to block that person or I'm not going to be on the platform. But who's to say that that's okay in in somebody else's eyes? You know, like yeah. if there's something that's that's within you in terms of your principles and your standards and somebody says that I don't like that, does it matter to you? doesn't matter those are your principles and you're allowed to have them absolutely yeah but just because there's somebody or some collective that says that we don't like that doesn't mean that they get to stomp you out oh, I, I just I, I don't get what you're yeah, saying I, I don't see yeah. i don't see that as anything good you know because it's all up for interpretation of well we like this more than this so this gets to stand I mean, shoot, if you say something on social media about a certain group of people or something like that, you can get booted off in a hot second. Oh, you, but I can no, have, you will get booted off yeah, in a hot second. But I mean, you can have people talking trash about, about Christians. You can have people talking trash about white people or Asian people, black people, and nothing nothing will happen. You know? I mean, I'm not saying exactly those things, but people... It gets to the point where it's all just dependent on somebody's ideology on who gets to stay and who gets to go. I, I will say, I will push back a little bit on that because that's happening less and less where those things are allowed to be said overtly for everyone. There are dog whistles where you can kind of read between the lines. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't see. These days, and maybe just because my algorithm doesn't feed me <laughs> that stuff, thank thank goodness. But I, I don't, in, in my personal experience, I haven't seen a lot of that, uh, um, that type of language being spread throughout the platforms yeah. that I'm on. And I'm just starting. To, I'm just getting started with Twitter and Instagram. So it's I think it, they're they're both still trying to learn what I like and who I am. But with YouTube. You know, YouTube is so all over the place because I'll get a video from you and somebody else and they're they may and, and other people that are like on polar opposites of political, social, yeah. whatever spectrums. And so my algorithm's like, I don't know what the heck that is. Let's and, and just as an aside, just real real quick. The algorithms are stupid in this way. If you send me a video of a pony in Alaska and somebody sends me a gun video, my algorithm for the next few days is going to be like more ponies and these weird situations and guns. And it's like, I didn't select to go to those. These were things sent to me. I clicked the link and it opened in my app. Mm, it should be distinguishing okay. that whether that was an organic, I look for this thing or that it was me clicking on a link that led me to this. Yeah. Does that make sense? I totally understand you so, on that. It's, and that's it's that's a the, sidebar conversation, but yeah, it's, just, it's I, not I that, that bad on mine, but I'll get a I'll get stuff from you sometimes and then I'll see like more videos that 
I know where it came from because like on I, my feed because of that. Right. But it lasts for like a day. Yeah. But I watch a lot of YouTube, so I think I, that I it probably too. just filters it out pretty quickly. But I mean, yeah. I don't know what it would be like if I was watching like a video a day or something. It might stay around for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So I, anyway, just that just as a quick aside on that. But um, do I think deplatforming works? Or does it have the intended result that these companies seem to want? Well, the answer is it's complicated. It's more of a kind of. Sure, you've removed them from your platform, from your service. When you think about a person as prominent as Alex Jones or, and I'm, I'm talking big names, I don't even think Andrew Tate was that big of a guy. So, I'm going to go to Trump and Alex Jones. Yeah. In a, in, in, in a way, they kind of did you a favor. If you want to think about it from a strategic standpoint as a business, they did you a favor by bringing eyeballs and interaction and engagement to your platform. And now you sent that engagement away because you say that's not the kind of engagement we want, which, hey, totally fair. That is entirely fair. No, nah, we don't want that kind of engagement here. And so now they go and you have the truth socials and infowars.com and these places are allowed to exist on the internet as their own entities. And there are people who desire that type of speech or content, however you want to phrase it. They've got that space now, but you've driven them away. But as a good friend of mine and I discussed when I told her that we were going to be talking about this this week. Does anyone really get deplatformed? If you're big like that, to your credit, you mentioned it earlier. I don't really think so. You're just moving. It's like canceling. Does people do it? Does anybody really get canceled? I mean, maybe R. Kelly. Maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe <laughs> him and Harvey Weinstein. You know, is Harvey but Weinstein actually canceled. He's in jail. I, mean, oh, okay. I know that I much. Know I mean, that. and so is R. Kelly. So no, that, I guess like, that's the that's the ultimate but it's, version but, of. But, cancellation is getting <laughs> jail time. well but and 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 to a certain degree not really be, with them either They'll because there are weinstein them. movies that are still out there that i can watch yeah you're right they produced them and uh i'm just gonna pull my phone up right here and type in r kelly can i pull up r kelly i'm sure yes i can i mean he's got i mean so, he's got deals through record labels and stuff anyways and they're gonna keep his stuff up so so, so as egregious and nasty as R. Kelly was, and he deserves to go to jail every every bit. Harvey mm -hmm. Weinstein deserved what he got. He needed to go to jail too. That gross stuff. These people truly aren't canceled nor deplatform because they still will get residuals for their content. There are contracts in place. No matter how much jail time R. Kelly serves, his family is still gonna get paid. Yeah. Residuals for spins and streams and radio time and CDs purchased, albums bought, etc. Weinstein's still going to get paid for every movie that he's produced that gets bought or streamed yeah. on on another platform. So to say, do they? You know, does does the platforming work? I don't know. Again, I don't know. It's just it, you're just kind of shifted it over. Now I just don't see it as like 
when you when you use the term does does deplatforming work? I just don't see deplatforming as a solution, but I think it does work with the smaller with the smaller influencers, like I was saying before. I, I think, think deplatforming is a very simple, oversimplistic way of saying we remove them from our service. Yeah. That's it. It's not really a deplatform. That it's it's to me, it's the incorrect word to use. Because if I was as big as Alex Jones or three quarters of what he is, half of what he is in popularity, Mm -hmm. and they booted me from what X platform, and then I go over and I make a site and I do all the same thing that he does, and then my numbers and everything goes up. And let's say I used to pay a team to figure out that YouTube algorithm and all this other stuff. I don't have to pay them anymore. I've got my own stuff. I'm I'm self I'm now doing my own thing. Yeah. And I'm more popular than ever. So I guess I guess I am answering my question. I don't really think so. I really don't think it works like like if you're a large figure, if you're a smaller person, it's not a deplatform because if if you're really small, you're just simply removed from the service. People who are huge that have a quote platform, yeah. I guess maybe that's where the the origin of that comes from. Yeah. Um, but their message, their message is still reaching the people. You've just said you can't spread your message to the masses from here. Yeah. Cool. I'll go over here then. Thank yeah. you for your service. And that's the thing that I don't like about, that's one of the things that I don't like about it though, is because it's like the public square somewhat. But when you do take people out and separate them from, what is considered to be like society as a whole, then I think that that can cause problems because some people think that they are, I mean, it's like if you're in school and you're like a school kid, you're like in the fifth grade or something like that, you Mm -hmm. know, and you think different than, than the other kids in your class. Um, You might have some different, thoughts or anything like that you might not play the same games that the other kids want to play you might be different doesn't mean that you're exactly wrong but it just means that you don't fit in um what usually happens with kids like that that don't fit in they usually get angry or they get depressed um and they sometimes feel they sometimes feel um alienated yeah alienated and i'm like I don't know if that's exactly the best thing. I mean, you wouldn't alienate a child, but I Some mean, you've got on. a grown man. You've got a you've got a grown man here or a grown woman. If they get deplatformed or something like that, they should be able to hold their own. But it doesn't work like that for every single person just because we're human. Yeah. Some people get super super angry, and some people will do things that they otherwise wouldn't. So well, and yeah. they're in if if our modern history when i say modern like within the last 10 years if we've learned anything heck let's go back 15 years if we've learned anything about social media and the way people have interacted with it and other and and with others through it people want to know that there are others that think like them. That's what these echo chambers and all these things, that's, that, that's where that comes from. That tribalism that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, people want to know, Hey, 
man, yeah. You think this, yeah, okay, I'm not crazy. You think like I think. Yeah, all right, cool. You think like I think too. And they start getting together. And, I'm, and not now, not all these thoughts are always the best thoughts, depending on what your, the ideology is. And that, that's existed, okay, throughout entire history. This is nothing new, it's a bit, right? Not nothing new. But with the birth and the rapid growth of social media and the internet itself, these interactions, these this um, mass gathering on the web of these people, like it's it's just... It's so quick. It's so strong. And when you tell people, hey, we don't want this here. Going back to what we said earlier, they harden up, they dig in, and they say, no, 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 no. Screw you guys. Screw you guys. Who are you to tell me I can't say this here? Going back to what I've said multiple times Mm now. I'm the owner. I can, I can, I can, you don't have, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just their right. I own this. Yeah. I don't have to have this here. You know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's interesting. That seems kind of dry for me, but it's, um, it's something that we are going to have to pay more attention to, I think, than we are. It, the way it seems now in our society it just becomes kind of a the news of the week or a couple of weeks. Oh, man, they removed somebody. It's like, no, I think we need to start really looking at the kind of people that are being removed. What's the trend there? And then as this trend, because you know it will grow, um, what kind of effect, what kind of an impact that's going to have on our society and what kind of repercussions may result from that? You may end up, the unintended consequence to me is it may radicalize some folks that um, we, we, we don't want. We, we don't want. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that we don't want the people, but we don't want them being radicalized. It could be that that straw, that proverbial straw that broke the camel's back is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it's interesting. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um, We'll see if Elon gets forced to buy Twitter and see what that's like too. If that happens. I mean, he, he put his money out there. Uh, We'll see. He might have to buy it. I mean, yeah, uh, that's, it's looking like that. It's like, he's getting that buy. That was some quick buyers remorse. Yeah. (laughs) Now I think if he buys Twitter, I don't want to say forced, but if he buys it, like it, it it's like, now nah, you, you're legally obligated to buy this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, cause a force to me just sounds kind of like someone's holding a gun to his head and it's like, well, you kind of agreed to some things. And well, he, I mean, legally he might have to Right. that. Yeah. 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 Legally he might, he might have to, but if he buys it, I don't know that it will change that much. I honestly don't think it will, at least not right away. A lot has shifted in the, in the past year, social media wise, that it might not change that much because so many people have left the platform of Twitter, um, to go on to the ones that they want to go to. To the examples we, we spoke of. Like some people want to go to different ones, but, um, 
I don't know if people are going to come back. Some people probably will. I think some so. people won't, but sw- uh, Twitter is still kind of like the public, the Town public square. square. Yeah. And, uh, it's not much of a public town square if it's only skewed to a certain side. Um, and I think Twitter does at least need that balance. But, well, I guess we'll see if, if people come back to the town square, whether it be left or right, um, politically leaning. But if it's purging a certain political leaning you know then it's not really a public town square anymore so it's be yeah yeah i don't know i i don't i would love to see the numbers i'm not going to look them up right now but i would love to see the numbers from twitter for those who identify as whatever political group Mm -hmm. just speaking squarely on politics right and then i'd like to see those numbers from parlor and truth social and things. And, and cause those have been described, um, especially truth social has been described as more con- as a conservative platform. Yeah. Um, and so as parlor, but I know parlor themselves said, no, we welcome at least in their mission statement or, or, or their opening, um, when they were first getting started, Yeah, they were saying they wanted people from many sides. Many, many people. <laughs> well, you like how I said well, that? And that's the many thing, signs. though. The, the thing is, though, that that is like kind of the goal that I see on the more conservative side of things is like, like you're welcome here too. Like even if they are lefties, be like, we don't want it to be. But that's the thing that made it so crazy when it came down to like specifically Twitter. Yeah, because Twitter was like such a such a public town square kind of thing, and there are people that were on Twitter that either got booted off or stopped kind of wanting to use it because certain people got booted off that they follow. And they're like, I don't want to go on parlor. I don't want to go on truth, truth social and be like, but why? Because I don't want to talk to the people that already espouse my beliefs. That's not the goal here. They want to talk to all those, all the other people that have differing views. And that's the point of like discourse. Well, (laughs) <laughs> Some uh, and let's let's keep it real. Yeah. Some of those people actually want to talk to the other side and have open discussions. A lot of and some of them want to dunk on some libs. <laughs> and, and there are libs who miss having their conservative people that they could dunk on too. Yeah. So it goes it goes both ways. Uh, yeah. I just think it's uh, I just think it's funny. Well, I think that'll do it. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a pretty good one. That's there's a lot of stuff in there that you can kind of dig through as a listener. So yeah, please, as always, let us know what you thought. We had a lot of fun looking through this one, and as you can tell, we were very animated and excited about this one because it's. I mean, it's there's a lot to unpack with deplatforming. So if you would like to hear us talk more about deplatforming or maybe dive deeper into some of the figures that we mentioned, or if you feel like there's anybody that we missed for that matter, please let us know. Um, you can send us an email at commonsensemedia.com. Sorry, commonsensemedia at gmail.com. I'm working on getting some emails for the, for the shows, so we'll have those up soon. 
But until next time, I'm E. And I've been free. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, do your research.